This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Welcome. It's Friday, y'all. Thank you for being here. We're ready to kick it off. Uh, our show is real help for real couples because there's a lot of bad marriage stuff out there and we don't want that for your life. We don't want that for your marriage. That's right. Uh, our show is also brought to you by the Anatomy of Marriage app. It's a couples counseling app that's fast, fun, and never boring because mm-hmm. we made it. That's right. We made that app because we wanted something helpful for marriages and there it is. Go to anatomyofmarriage.com to get it. There you go. And every morning we do a thing called pigs. We do a prayer and intention and a gratitude. So mm-hmm. we're going to kick it off. Sure. Thank you, God, Creator, for your blessings. Thank you for all that you have given us. I pray that we uh, live in spirit as we are meant to be and out of ego so we can love and be present and be kind. I pray this show is helpful and helpful to us also. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Amen. Um, universe Amen. juice. That's right. Okay, so. Delano, I have my grandma's native earrings on. These are my earrings of the day. Porcupine quills. Porcupine quills. That's right. You got porcupines in AZ? AZ. Anyway. Okay. So we go live on Instagram <laughs> and Facebook and YouTube every day, Monday through Friday, to answer right. your questions. If you've got a question mm-hmm. for the show, send it in to hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. That's right. Or send it in through our app, Anatomy of Marriage app. Going back to the pigs, we did a prayer. We do an intention next. Mm-hmm. So my intention today is to stay in spirit and not in ego with you, with myself, with my other friends, with my family. Mm-hmm. members and it's a good way to be nice and intentions are basically the behavior you want to do based off of what is not working mm-hmm. in your relationship my intention is to manifest my desire to touch you more hands touch mm. physical universe juice there you go i sat at the table this morning because you slept in <laughs> and i sat at the table like meditate praying mm. praying uh, i was sat there just like Please help me do this. Like, because I just, I really, really, really right. struggle with it. It does not, uh, it, it's just really weird. It's not something but you're, in my purview. You're aware of it and you're working on it right. and things will come. What's yes. up, Dennis? How you doing, That's bud? Right. Uh, and then uh, gratitude. What are you, oh, 
Uh, do you have a particular you go first. gratitude? Uh, I am thankful. I am very gratuitous for how you have worked on yourself. I'm ah. thankful that you are getting hypnotherapy with Salsa. Yeah, not. it's pretty I'm rad. thankful that you read books that like, if I recommend something, you're like, all right, got it. Bloop, audible, got right. it. Uh, I'm really and deeply, deeply thankful for that because I Good. can't imagine if I was married to like some more, some sort of, slug <laughs> and then what some, some kind of slug she says uh yeah i'm thankful for um let's see all right hashtag get real i i've told you before i said you know because i you know i'm uh, um uh let's see guys it's gonna get awkward guys no it won't we talk about sex all the time who cares uh you know there's high desire low desire which we'll talk about today and then guys are like a microwave women are like a crock pot and i've told her in joking ways i'm like Anytime you're feeling it, I don't care if I'm asleep, I don't care if I'm sick, I don't care if I'm dying, bring it on, right? And you did, so uh, I was asleep last night, boom, wake up, ready to go. I told you this morning, I bring it. I know, you brought it, and it was awesome, so thank you for that, it makes everything better. So I am thankful for that. You're welcome. Not High only five. Not only for the physical part, but you know, sex for guys, for the most part, uh, helps them feel more connected to, mm-hmm. their, to their lady, to their woman. And uh, that definitely right. is the case for me. Uh, yes. And that is one of the things where I was like meditating about it and like, I need to do what works for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was happy to do that. That's so. right. Classy and educated. What's up? Uh, what do we do? Prayer, intentions, gratitude. Okay. So do these with your partner. Talk about things that mm-hmm. you're thankful for. Talk about your intentions for your behaviors in the day, what you want to do, manifest into your marriage. You what? don't have your computer in here for I the questions. I just need my phone. I just oh, do it okay. on my phone now. Okay. Um, and yeah, and then do the conversation starter. So mm. we want to dive in because we've got lots, we've got two questions today. Mm-hmm. We're pushing the envelope with two. That's, That's hard. right. So we're going to so, keep, it, but keep it succinct. Before we do that, I want to say, you guys, your this community is amazing. It is so cool. We've had so many people like reach out and say the show is helping. And mm-hmm. we interact with you guys on Instagram and Facebook and through email and stuff. So if you are a any person who can share anything in the world ever, will mm-hmm. you please share our show? Yeah. If you're a blogger, will you blog about our show? Uh, like, but don't be like Melanie's so mean to Seth. Ugh. <laughs> like, don't don't blog that. <laughs> like um, some negative reviews we right? got. Right. Like we only bring 500 helpful shows, but you hated the one that you didn't right. like. Uh, but if you have a please. platform, if you can share our show, please do it. It's the most helpful thing ever. No one cares what we say about our own work. Um, and same deal. Same same deal. Same thing, if you have the Anatomy of Marriage app, it used to be called Get Your Marriage On, and you're enjoying it, please let people know. Mm -hmm. Write about it, share it out, because no one cares what we say about it. All right, questions, go. Sorry, gosh. Um, Oh, that's a long one. Can you... It's not that... It's not a long one. My partner makes me feel bad about my low sex drive. I see that I'm... uh, Let's see. It says, I am not married yet, but my husband, hopefully, and I have different drives, needs, and frequencies for sex. I know this will be a problem after marriage because it's a problem now. Mm-hmm. That's wisdom. Um, he believes my lowered sex drive is related to possible abuse. Oh, wait. Uh, abuse as a child, and I am unsure of that. It could be, but how come it, can, it can't be the possibility that it's just not how I'm wired to want it as often as he does? In the past, early on with him and in other relationships, I acquiesced and just participated to give boyfriends or to keep them from complaining and possibly going elsewhere. I no longer live in that fear of what if. I understand that his love language is physical touch, which coincides with sex, and that is far from mine. I am actually okay with less touch. So how can I show... Freaking... ah! Sorry. Got it. 
so how can I show him that I care about his sexual needs without building up resentment in myself because I don't always want to? Mm-hmm. What I don't want is to di- deny myself from being my authentic low self-drive and only please him, which is going to make me have issues with myself. I just mm-hmm. don't want it to feel done out of obligation. That's neither fair for him nor to myself. All right. Great question. Really good question. So this is not... Um uh, an abnormal kind of question, so maybe let's normalize it a little bit. Yeah. Low sex drive versus high sex drive. People have different sex drives, right? And Emily Nagoski's work in the book Come As You Are is great. Mm-hmm. It talks about all this stuff and uh, normalizes low sex drive, right. higher sex drive. She says high desire, low desire. That's right, another way right. to put it. Same exact thing, right? And then in uh, with our friend Dr. Tina Shermer Sellers, she talks about sex as it should uh, bring connection and bring pleasure, right? Connection to your partner, and then, of course, pleasure. And there's all kinds of things that she says about that, which everything is good and wise and awesome that has helped us. So um, I'm not so sure where, because, you know, what the boyfriend, what the, the male may be thinking, like, oh, you don't want sex all the time, you must be have been abused or something, you know, well, unless I think that she's was a different conversation it- that you guys had, but... You know, just uh, if it's just because of like, hey, you don't want to have sex. What's wrong with you? You must have been abused or something. Go fix yourself kind of thing. Right. I don't like that. I don't mm-hmm. like how that sounds, right? Uh-uh. It, it it may be the case, which if it is, I encourage you highly to go get, uh, to go see a counselor. And um, uh, let's see. Well, I just want to say right off the bat, uh, for the lady who wrote this question, people change and grow. So your boyfriend who you want to marry... We'll probably not always think this, especially if you can help him not think this. So I want to just encourage you that sometimes people are dingbats now, but they're not dingbats later. Mm-hmm. I was that way. Mm-hmm. So that I want that to I want everybody to hear that. It's important to hear. The bat of the ding. The bat of the ding. But then also it's important for the guy in this situation. Mm-hmm. And if you are a spouse or a partner saying uh, hey, if you're not like me, you're wrong. Will you mm-hmm, fix this? Mm-hmm. Have my desire level. That is not how people work at all. Like it, once you birth children, you realize, oh, even though they came out of my body, they're not clones of me. Mm-hmm. They cannot. They don't. Our one kid literally gags if he eats beans or ham. I love <laughs> ham. I could eat ham all day. Mm-hmm. And he gets it close to his face and like goes... So what? how does that relate to the story? I'm People not sure. People are not going to be the same as okay. you. You cannot make them be the same as you. Right. And requiring or requesting someone to have the same sex drive as you is a, is a, a practice in frustration. Mm-hmm. Like you will only be frustrated by it. And it's demeaning. It's mm-hmm. it, If I made our kid eat ham every day, mm-hmm. it was like, you're going to figure out how to like this. Right. All he would do is barf every day. Right. And we'd both be unhappy. Yeah. So it I want, would damage the relationship. It right? would. So I want to address also how this woman said that she felt uh, um, pressured and usually acquiesced into doing physical things, even though she didn't want to with other boyfriends just to keep them happy. Right. I want you to dig into that, right? Are you a people pleaser? Do you give up your own needs? Well, hold on. That's super common with women. Okay. Well, so, and that's, it, it, I'm still saying. Yes. But I do want to just normalize that that is a thing like tons of younger women mm-hmm. think. They mm-hmm. go, oh, well, if I don't, he'll leave or he'll mm-hmm. this or it's like, uh, this is obviously the expectation. So I just should. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's not like a deep seated thing you have mm-hmm. to like therapize forever. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I just was dumb. I right. didn't get it. 
Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know well, I could say no. Well, you weren't dumb. I think the culture leads us to, to believe that way, right? right? Mm-hmm. But Which I, is a I thing. don't know. I just want to make sure that you right. don't feel bad about that. Cause but however, what I'm saying is like, yeah, you don't have to go into like deep therapy for it. Since that has been a pattern, I want you to address, <clears throat> address that and find some empowerment around that. You know, does that make sense? Yes. Mel, help me out here. I'm not a woman, so... Uh, no, you're not. Uh, to to address that and then to step into your own sexual self where you don't feel minimized. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm just doing this for him or I have to please him. Right. It's there, like, There is one thing mm-hmm. I do really want to address. You said I want to like live in my low sex drive self whatever vibes. Mm-hmm. I, um, I understand what you're saying. Be careful with that language. Do mm-hmm. not box yourself in. Mm-hmm. So I thought that for years because I have, um, this is a very funny conversation uh, in my mind. So I, for years, and have said a thousand times, like, I don't care about sex. Like, I care about having good sex when I'm having it. But beyond that, like during the day when I'm doing the dishes, sex is like, might as well be Jupiter. I don't care. Right. I'm not thinking about it. Don't think about Jupiter all the time. I don't think about Jupiter ever. And I so love Jupiter. I think it's interesting because I don't think about sex often. Mm-hmm. I don't care about it. I don't like go, oh, I wish Seth was home. <laughs> uh, but when I want <laughs> to be intimate, y'all can be sure I'm going to have the best time I can have. Right. Right. So that means I've had to stop saying things like, oh, I don't care about sex mm-hmm. because I do. I care about good sex. I just don't care about having sex all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's it's interesting because there's a. I think this is not something that people often talk about. People talk about good sex equals frequency. Mm. That is not the case. I eat every day, but what if I eat McDonald's every day? <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, so frequency does not equal quality. Right. Right. Quantity versus quantity. Versus quality. Versus quality. Mm-hmm. But... Um, you can make each interaction, I almost said intercourse, which was really funny, each interaction very, very high quality and the frequency won't matter as much. But then also on the flip side of that, Mm -hmm. the higher quality sex you can have, the more you'll want to have it. Make sense? Mm-hmm. So once you figure out, you don't need to stay low sex drive. You don't need to stay that. And I'm not saying match my desire needs. I'm not saying that. Mm -hmm. But I want you to challenge yourself to figure out a different way of understanding intimacy because it's about connection and pleasure. It is not about intercourse. It is not only about uh, ejaculation. It's not only about these things. Uh, And once I think... So universe sex, that's what I'm saying. Get to the universe juice mindset, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. You got to go somebody, past what... Somebody says, I just get out. I'm not sure what that means. Amen to that, LOL. Like you just get out, like you leave. I'm not sure. Say more, because that sounds interesting. But uh, yeah. I. But anyway, all of that to say, I, I it, boyfriend slash hopeful husband, mm-hmm. uh, if your partner is exactly like you, you will get bored in nine minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding, and it's not a good thing long term. So not a good look. it's not a good look for you. So try to figure out how to not pressure your partner to be like you, but then at the same time, person who sent this question. What okay, this new do? stupid phone is stupid and not. It took a screenshot. Okay, there uh, there are different ways to eat. You can have a drive-through meal, a snack, a regular meal, yep. or buffet, a fancy dinner. Do what you need to do. That's I like right. that. Three month old pressed. Sin before I was done. <laughs> That's funny. The better it is, the more you should want it, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Quality versus quantity. Right. So I wanted to, we totally forgot this. Hey, what's up, Stephen? Good to see you, man. I totally forgot to do this. So we had a quick follow-up from oh, yeah. uh, our 
show yesterday, yesterday about psychedelics and mind-altering stuff, and it was really, really cool. So oh, you were trying to find? Yeah. Okay. That's the guy. Okay, so I'm a, I'm gonna read it. So it says, "Hey, I'm." So this is in reference to the show we had yesterday about a girlfriend not wanting her boyfriend to do psychedelic uh, drugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had a long conversation about it. It's like, "Hey, I'm the guy you were talking about in your podcast this morning about psychedelics. Thanks so much for answering my fiance and giving uh, such good input. For the record, I have researched it a lot and know the spiritual benefits you gain from doing something like that root from your mindset going in, which we talked about. Is this just a like party you guys say oh, let's go. no right. and it's, it's apparently not which is great I'm not talking uh, I'm not taking shrooms to get stoned with my friends or trip balls I'm going to do it to go grow closer to God and have a better understanding of the universe I have practiced Wim Hof's meditation and breathing techniques as well as other breathing and meditation practice, practices to attain a higher form of consciousness I know that taking shrooms as is an, an external way of getting there, and I fully acknowledge that internally getting there is more important and gratifying. Thanks so much for giving great information, not just about this, but about all walks of life. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, that, that clarified a lot for us, which was pretty cool, and yeah. uh, really kind of started a, a, a good conversation. And I'm glad, I love it, because... Um you, like the fact that you do meditation and all that stuff that that's a totally different vibe if mm-hmm. you're just like i'm trying to do i'm trying to trip balls right, right? like right. no that's not gonna work i would say before you do it if you're going to do it i would pray a lot setting all of that like get your setting mm-hmm. right pray a lot like pray pray together yeah, pray for yeah. not a bad experience i don't do the wim hof cold immersion cold dip stuff to be like whoa this is trippy it's really to to create to put myself into hard places who asked well, it's oh my gosh, you, you are a. About drop my phone. A fiend. Okay. Red super I thought suit. that was funny. Okay, we ready? Okay, yes. Okay, second question. So now we're going to talk about spirit versus ego, which has been really uh, important and relative to me recently because I find myself. I've talked about like people are just walking around in zo- as zombies all the time, you know, mm-hmm. just married couples and people in general, <clears throat> and we are living out of ego, which ego is never satisfied it's never satiated right right it's like how the bible talks about it's like trying to hold oil in the hands it's Mm -hmm. like you can't do it you can pour thousands of gallons through and try to hold it but it's always gonna leak out really frustrating (laughs) (laughs) well it is and that's that's why when we're living from ego and not from spirit we don't feel present we're always wanting more we're never satisfied kind of thing and once we identify that and start to choose and practice to live in and out of ego and in spirit things really change like hello the last two weeks of my whole life <laughs> right okay somebody says uh, i get out of the mode okay i would be down for it every day and then if something happens and we don't for a while i'm just not interested at all and it's so difficult to get back in the feeling right yeah that's true like sometimes we've had sex like two days in a row three days in a row and then we don't for like two weeks and it's literally like i don't care right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but then you have to be aware of that because mm-hmm. you can it sometimes it's easy to get in the into that drift and be like Oh, and then I find myself not only physically wanting, but like emotionally, like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't feel connected. What, right. What's the deal yeah. here? And that's you know, where at least that's how, how uh, I feel, how some guys feel as well. Right. I think it is about, goes back to the other comment about like you can, 
have different types of food. You can have different types of connection and pleasure. Mm -hmm. Nothing. It doesn't always have to be sex. Like it doesn't mm -hmm. always have to be intercourse. And that's where I think our whole society gets all of this wrong. Like connection and pleasure could be snuggling in bed. That might lead you to know intercourse. What, you know what brings me awesome <laughs> connection and pleasure? Hmm. Uh, on Friday evenings, Friday nights, usually when the kids are at grandma's, I go get Indian food. And then we just eat it and watch a show. What's on the, the thing. name? Bukhara. Bukhara in, in Issaquah. Issaquah on Front Street. That is oh the my best gosh. thing ever, and I can't wait. Get I got you some five buna more days with a non bread, garlic naan, and buna at Bukhara's. Get you some uh, buna oh. and then Get some booty. Get you the boon. Okay. Uh, so yes, I agree. It is hard to have a mindset around mm -hmm. those things sometimes, mm -hmm. but if you know what brings you pleasure and connection, again, not penis and vagina, pleasure and connection. That should be a shirt. Not penis and vagina. Pleasure and connection. They're just body parts. <laughs> That's Anyhow. Right. Okay, sorry. I know that we are going back and forth, but there's a lot of topics that we want to cover. So, so back to the spirit versus ego. So read the question. Ego please. versus spirit. Since you have been talking about living in ego versus living in spirit, can you elaborate or address how to calm a mind when it can't when it can't distinguish between a genuine red flag and a pre-existing or deep-rooted fear? How can you distinguish between the two? I feel like a red flag is, of course, about the other and a decision can be made about whether to stay, leave, or address it, whereas a pre-existing fear requires personal work. Any thoughts? Hmm. Okay, so I'm not sure what we're talking about, a red flag or pre-existing fear kind of thing. Uh, but based on this question, I believe that your gut is saying that something isn't right, mm -hmm. right? And I, I promise you, if people could get into my brain on this... <laughs> What? Steven said, I'm watching at work and my coworker was walking by just as Mel says, penis in the shower. <laughs> they're Again, like, Steven, Steven what are you watching? <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did the coworker go, okay, right. and then walk straight by? <laughs> sorry. So. Uh, can I address the spirit versus ego stuff right well, off the bat? Yeah, okay. So I, I think that it's a sense of, a, okay. I want you. I want to go back to <laughs> the analogy we used. I think it was yesterday about the energy that a dog can bring, mm -hmm. right? It was either yesterday or the day before. So if you have a dog that is living in spirit, mm. it is calm, it is happy. It's Doug. It's our dog, right? Doug right now is laying there. He loves everything. He's in spirit. He's ain't got nothing bothering him, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but then you have like our old dog, Patty, that dog was in ego all the time. She was trying to squash everybody's dreams. She didn't care about anyone but herself. Kind of neurotic. She was neurotic all the time. Mm -hmm. When we are in ego, which some people say stands for edging God out, which never made sense to me until recently. Mm -hmm. Ego is the place. God that, is spirit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ego is the place. When you are in your ego, you want to control things. Mm. You want to blame someone else for your happiness. When you're in ego, you say, if you would just do this, mm -hmm. I would be happy. It Ego is like um, like the handbrake on a car. Like you're just, It's always on. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, no. And it's like a really, really hard way of living where things are not peaceful and they're not in flow. There mm -hmm. ain't no universe juice. Mm -hmm. um, and spirit, on the other hand, is like... I'll use real examples from my life. So um, this is going to sound so rando, but so my friend a few years ago died of cancer. And in my 
my spirit self was like, this is a part of life. There is mm. nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. My ego self wanted to scream and cry and get mad and freak mm-hmm. out and say it's not fair and blah, blah, blah. But my spirit self says, this is what nature does. Mm-hmm. Trees grow and die. Dogs live and die. Rivers flow and then dry up. Mm-hmm. It is how the world works. So when you're in spirit, you're like nature. There's no angry trees. Okay, there ain't no pissed off grass somewhere. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen that way. Spirit lives like nature well, moves. Crab grass. <laughs> that was funny. It's crab crabby. grass. It's crabby. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> what kind of grass is mad all the time? Crab grass. <laughs> um, what apples are mad all the time? Crab apples. So it's, but it's that vibe. That's the most helpful way that I can think of it. Mm-hmm. And a, a saying that I say, if you could, I could say it this way, it's like my mantra, which mm-hmm. I never thought about having a mantra till like two days ago. But I say often, I trust the process mm. regardless of the outcome. I, I release the outcome. Holding on to the outcome is ego. Mm-hmm. Thinking I can make the outcome different right. is and ego. And I've said this before in therapy and also on the show. Sometimes, oftentimes, the thing that we're holding on the tightest to, right. the thing that we just cannot let go because how in the world would my, you know, how, how would my mm-hmm. life function? How right. would my world be if I let go of this thing? Right. Sometimes the thing that we hold on the tightest to is exactly 129% what, <laughs> what we have to let go of. Yeah. Let go of. And uh, Happy Mary After says, ego slash pride says, my way is better than anybody else's way. Mm-hmm. Extra points for dad jokes. <laughs> yeah, I nice. definitely was yeah. living that way for a lot of mm-hmm. my life where I was like, yeah. this is, my thoughts are better. My way of being is better. How yeah. I clean is better. That's all ego. And one thing that I have hated about how church, this this is related, segues into like he- healthy sexuality, married sex, you know, mm-hmm. is like, you know, to have healthy married sex, you should at least be doing it, you know, once or two times a week, you know, Barf. and usually that's a man pastor saying... <laughs> bullcrap right but it's like oh i'm focused on it and what we focus on expands so if i'm focused on the the amount of sex that i'm not getting right guess what that is going to literally invite mm-hmm. from the universe from the world from the vibes you know right oh, well you're not you're never having sex right. you know why not then are you are you am i thinking that that's going to like bring you closer i to know me? and that's right? the, the craziest part is like people have this energy where they think and trust me this was me a week ago going why don't you clean the house more like vomit face on everything everywhere right totally like hattie oh my (laughs) daughter farts all the time it's so funny like she does it on purpose yeah it's great uh she'll say a sentence and then like at the end and she loves it so anyway uh but that's i I was generating energy that was awful to be around with the hopes that you'd want to touch me more so i'm gonna do what george costanza does on seinfeld he uh you know, he's not getting dates. He's not being with women. So he's like, I am doing everything backwards. Right. 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 And so I'm going to say, uh, I don't care about sex ever again. I never want to have it. <laughs> Forget it. Right. Not I do. Right. But uh, uh, so I'm not I'm not uh, concerned with it. I am not concerned with money. Money. Who cares about money? Right. Right. Podcast downloads. I don't care. You release them. Who cares? I release them. Right. <laughs> and then that's obviously being facetious. But. I'm not going to worry about it. And mm-hmm. I promise you. So, um, okay, here's a really good example of being in spirit and not in ego, right? So I am high control. 
and I like to make sure that things are in order, you know, for the most part. I'm not so like clean, but like with, with plans at work and the show and all this stuff, I want to like be, so if, if I get a lead on like, oh, we can interview that person on the podcast or like, hey, so-and-so reached out, they, they're huge or whatever, right. then I'm just like obsessed with like, okay, did they email? Uh, we should DM them, all this stuff, right? It's called manic manifesting. Yes, manic manifesting, right? And a couple of days ago, I literally was like, forget it. I I literally am not concerned with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I started doing coaching now. And uh, I've had a lot of inquiries mm-hmm. about that. And it's not something that I'm pushing, really. And I, I'm not even saying that. Well, sort of I'm saying. It's like, okay, yeah, it's available. You can email if you have questions at coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. Uh, but... It literally, you said that, and I wasn't even thinking about it, I right? I said what? Like um, a week ago, you were like, oh, yeah, and Seth does coaching. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I do, right? And so, and then all these calls came in and stuff, and I was like, hey, if they come, they come. If they don't, mm-hmm. then it's not meant to be. And just letting go of that, even with Kyle Cease, right? Mm-hmm. So we talk about Kyle Cease, and he says, let it go and manifest stuff. You DM'd him a year ago to the date, Right. And because we got hacked on Instagram, that kicked off that DM again to the people, and then they reached out back to us, mm-hmm. right? And I and I emailed him back and said, "Hey, this is weird, this right. trippy universe, but whatever. Uh, it, he'd be awesome to come on the show. Mm-hmm. If not, whatever. I really don't care. Yeah. You know, I didn't say it that way. Um, and then they got back to us, right? So who knows? Maybe he might come on. Maybe not. They got back to us. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, emailed the lady. She emailed me, and I emailed her back. And um, it's just stuff like that. So letting it go, not worried about the super tight control of stuff, about money, about being rigid, about sex, about anything. It Just let it go. Mm-hmm. And I think in this question in particular, it sounds like the partner is asking if there are... Because he's saying red flags. How do you like decipher what is a red flag mm-hmm. versus what is... Let's see. A deep-rooted... It's a... Can you elaborate or address how to calm a mind when it can't distinguish between a genuine red flag and a pre-existing or deep-rooted fear? Mm. So, so hold on. No, no, no. You've been talking a lot. So I would highly, highly, highly recommend reading anything by Marissa Peer. Mm-hmm. You Are Enough by Marissa Peer is really good. She also has a gajillion YouTube videos that she makes, so they're free. You can get them on YouTube. And you can uh, get the book, at, uh, the book by Marissa Peer, P-E-E-R, uh, I Am Enough, at audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get it free. So if yes. you're thinking about it, teetering around on it, go get it for free. So if you want to listen to the Marissa Peer I Am Enough book, go to anatomy, no, go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Mm-hmm. And But Marissa Peer helps you decipher and kind of work through what is actually like a trauma that you need to heal. Mm-hmm. What is just a stuck mindset? Mm-hmm. A lot of times our mindset gets us trapped in sort of a cycle of thinking and we don't realize it because we haven't sort of acknowledge that that's a thing or Mm -hmm. a possibility or we don't know it. Um, But I would also suggest any book by Gabby Bernstein. Mm -hmm. The girl is a rock star. So she has, the universe has your back. I just finished reading. And then I also just finished reading Super Attractor, Attractor. which I got yesterday. I'm going to listen to it on the way to work. And it's just helpful. Like it helps you sort of untangle spirit and ego. Mm -hmm. It helps you untangle. So here's a good, a good thing is when you start to do this, 
and this is what I experienced. So maybe it's just how I experienced it. But when I started to sort of live more from spirit and mm-hmm. be okay with things and not, and, and to trust the process, whatever that process is, whether that's someone tripping and breaking their head open or the process is losing a job or getting a job, like just trust it. It's mm-hmm. what the world is doing. Mm-hmm. When you start living that way, this thing starts, ha- it would happen for me anyway, is that I would have an emotion, like a flare up of a thought. And that could be, I could be angry that Seth isn't cleaning or I, whatever it is. Um, that's not real that happened. But I could be like mad at a kid because they're not doing that whatever. Happens. That happens every day. Uh, but <laughs> I, so that feeling would happen. Mm-hmm. And it was like having this awareness of spirit and ego almost gave me like a, an inner wisdom voice mm. that didn't, didn't feel like it was coming from me, but it is. And it's saying, wait a minute, what does that kid actually need? You're reacting in a way that you have sort of made a pattern in mm-hmm. your life. But what is that child actually asking for? Mm-hmm. What's the deeper thing behind that mm-hmm. thing? And so I could go, oh, wait, they're saying this because they feel lonely, not because they're mad at their brother or right. sister. They feel left out. Most behavior is communication. Yes. And so it's really interesting because it does, it. your own wisdom can begin to shine through because you're not, tr- like, it's like being... You know when you go fishing and you got all the wires and they get all tangled? What's it called? Line? Fishing, fishing line? line? And you go, oh, put my thing here. And then you you pick it all up and it's like a massive ball of fishing mm-hmm, line and you mm-hmm. don't know whose is whose because it all looks the same. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like that. When you haven't separated ego from spirit and you haven't really t- spent any practice thinking about it and working on it, it's all tied together. So you don't know how to separate it. Mm-hmm. But once you start, you can go, oh, that is this. That is that. And then you enter, you you create space for your own wisdom. You have wisdom that you don't know you have. And you and you can create space mm-hmm. for that wisdom to emerge, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And so what I was saying about the red flags and like, oh, am I just making this up? So if you could get into my brain, and I, I really understand what this person is saying because mm-hmm. I grew up being uh, having a lot of feelings dismissed. Yes. Oh, that's not anything. Don't worry about that. And right. then I started to internalize that and would dismiss my own feelings. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So sometimes I feel like a vibe or something. I'm like, oh, whatever, whatever, and just push through it. And I would have been served 100% better. I would have served myself 100% better if I'd have just identified that and got out. What do you mean got out? Like, um, let's see. Got out, like... Uh, it left where I was, you know? And it's physically? not like, oh, I'm in a weird back alley. What's going on? You mean it, physically? Physically mm-hmm. and and uh, probably emotionally, too. And this is this is something so funny and still to the day, but just very confusing. Like, when I go to get haircuts, like, to random places that I don't know, I get so nervous and... I hate being there. And I'm like, why am I here? This person's doing a miserable job kind of thing. And I don't, I can't get up. I feel like, you know, fight or flight or freeze. I just feel frozen Mm -hmm. kind of thing. But with Charlie, my favorite of all time is just like the best experience ever. Like that one time I went with that, you know, lady that barely spoke English and stuff. And like, she just... He asked her not to wash my his hair. hair. Oh yeah. gosh, it was it was but terrible. But it was it but was I, your... I didn't feel like I had a a voice in that. Right. And I think that comes back from like being dismissed oftentimes right. when I was younger and stuff like that. So that was a gut feeling, a red flag that I totally ignored. Right. So I understand what this person is saying because you go back and forth. Is this, am I just making this up? Is this, am I just being weird kind of thing? Right. But if your body is feeling it and like people who know this stuff way better than I do, like books and podcasts that I listen to and read, they say... Hey, that's your body is telling you something. Mm-hmm. Get out, get out. Well, and let me just say this. So 
acknowledging feelings is vital. Acknowledging mm-hmm. thoughts is vital because what I notice that you do is your I have um I have observed mm. that you have a very hard time being uncomfortable, uh emotionally uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't like cognitive dissonance. Like mm. you, you hate it. Mm-hmm. And so you say, I'm just going to run. Which maybe if you're like fixing to get a bad haircut, yeah, run. But sometimes running is not the answer. Right. It's and processing. feelings aren't facts right. all and the that, time and either, which is just adds another layer hold of on, confusion just for hold me. Hold on. So don't, don't try to understand it. Mm. Hear me say this. Mama Joyce said... Ego, is, tra- ego is trying to understand it. Ah! I know. Do you understand? I do understand. That's why I'm telling you. So your ego will try to make sense of it and go, well, why is this? And it should that and it should whatever. And why don't this? And it's because I'm a child and I was this and I was hurt. Your ego is going to try to make up some BS story Mm. about it and you're going to follow it and waste your time and make yourself more knots in your fishing line. Mm -hmm. But spirit, I mean, I say this all the time. Just look outside. Look at nature. Mm -hmm. Look at a tree. I do. A tree is not you know, tripping balls because it wants to get a haircut. It's just standing there being a tree. It needs a trim. So I I want you to think of, don't turn and focus on the cameras for a moment. I want you to think about like this idea of you're trying to decipher and make sense of and organize and blah, blah, blah. Like literally let go of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let go of it. Mm. But first you have to acknowledge that you're having those feelings. So Mm -hmm. if in my example of getting mad at the kids, I have to acknowledge why am I getting mad? Mm -hmm. What is the triggering thing? Was it when they said this or they stuck their thing there or they Mm. walked away when I was talking to them? What is it? And then you ask yourself, why? Why did that bother me? Mm -hmm. Not that shouldn't have bothered me. They should have. This is perfect. So I just got finished reading a book last night. It's called Turning Pro Mm -hmm. by Stephen Pressfield. He wrote The War of Art, which I just started reading reading that last mm-hmm. night after I finished the new one. And he said one of the, the so the, the idea is turning pro versus being an amateur, mm-hmm. right? Like an amateur lives in ego. Right. You know, right. A, a child lives in ego all the time. But the difference is when you turn pro, mm-hmm. you're like, this is what I need to do. Mm-hmm. There's... There, there's very wise thinking about mm-hmm. it. There's not overthinking or this or that or whatever. Right. And the pro goes boom. And he gave a really good example of uh, in in uh, AA, mm-hmm. Alcoholics Anonymous. Right. Uh, you you admit to the thing like I am an alcoholic. This is not good for me. I accept this. And you know what step two is after that? Don't drink anymore. It's like you're so. The amateur would be like, oh, yeah, you know, kind of maybe have a problem here, but, right. you know, I don't know. But it's, it's like, and then there's nothing after that. Right. But the pro says there is a problem, the solution, not drink, right? right? So when you turn pro, you're kind of thinking, um, uh, so uh, when you're an amateur, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back. When you're mm-hmm. an amateur, you're like overthinking this and this and this. I want to control that. You're just dying in right. ego, right? right? But when the transition from amateur to pro, from ego to spirit, it's like... Here's a thought. Mm-hmm. The kids are illin or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, okay, this is how I'm going to react. Right. Here's the solution, right? But the amateur goes, oh, the solution here. Does that make sense? Yeah. You're following I, that? Yeah. I will use a really random example, but I think this is important. So we, it's a story. We were gifted a hot tub by a listener. I know we've talked about this before, but we were gifted a hot tub. We got it to our house and discovered that like 
all the pipes in the bottom were broken. Seth hated all of my guts when that happened. I he didn't was, hate your guts. I was, was just like, this is so stupid. He was like, this is so annoying. Like he, He's like, you just got garbage from somebody and I'm mad at you. Like my dad always said, you're just taking somebody else's job. Like you got mad. Mm-hmm. I trusted the process. Yeah. <laughs> I live in spirit. But uh, you <laughs> got mad at me and I said to you at some point, because you were upset. Like you were mm-hmm. genuinely upset. We had to order parts online. Like, it was not an easy thing. And I said, this is life. Like, this is what life is. What mm-hmm. do you think life should be? Right. Fixing a hot tub with your kids who could not be more excited, who think we're famous because someone gave us a hot tub. <laughs> like, our kids think we are like the top, the cream of the crop No, now. Tuff said, hey, when, when the hot tub's, uh, when the hot yeah. tub works... Will we be rich? Right. Because in his mind, you know, rich people have a hot tub. Hot tub. And, this stuff, and I was like, oh my gosh, it, that's so, so funny. How insane is it? Because that hot tub started out making you very mad at me. Mm-hmm. I was happy. The kids were happy. But Seth was very mad because in his mind, his ego was saying, this is not what I wanted. This isn't how life goes. This shouldn't be this. You know, he had shoulds all over everything. Mm-hmm. And then... I don't know what was the transition that happened because I know I remember saying to you like this is the stuff of life. Mm-hmm. This hot tub has given my dad came over and helped us work on mm-hmm. it, which the kids loved. I love having my dad here working on certain things, mm-hmm. <laughs> not everything, but certain things. Mm-hmm. It's a that's life, mm-hmm. and one and something changed well, he, in he you. Said, he said something. Uh, when you know we had the hot tub flipped over, and if anybody's ever seen a hot tub, they have about thirty million pipes mm-hmm. going everywhere, right? And it's literal PVC with manifolds and all this craziness, right. you know. And it's not super complicated, but it is kind of super complicated. It's just a lot, and it's really hard to get to. And I busted my knuckles and everything. But he said, you know, um, there's nothing in there that I can't figure out. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in there that my we, dad that is I ultimate can't fix. universe well, he's juice. Super genius all like, the time. Photographic memory, it's bonkers. Uh, and him and I, I believed it when he said he's like, there's nothing in there that I can't figure out. Right. You know, and that just clicked for me. I was like, everything is figure outable. I think mm-hmm. Gabby Bernstein says that. Marie or, Forleo. Says Marie that. Forleo. Yeah, everything is figure outable, right? Mm-hmm. And I love that, even when something looks so daunting and like, oh my gosh, what is this? Right. Everything is figure outable. And the it was a combination of things. You saying what you said, your dad saying, you know, me doing hypnotherapy and then just doing the work and be willing to doing some mm-hmm. work of like, oh, this is. And then it like something just changed. Like it was really happy times. Me sitting down there, getting eaten by eaten by mosquitoes, bleeding from the knuckles, sitting on a toolbox, working on stuff just right in front of me, uh, fixing pipes that I have no zero things about. Who who knows anything about a hot tub? Nobody. Hot right? tub designers. Yeah, if you're that. But I'm uh, HTD. No, I'm not a HTD. <laughs> <laughs> but everything is figure outable, and that just brought me a, I don't know, just a different kind of realization. And it was whole, it was a whole amalgamation of a lot of things that happened. Mm-hmm. Right, a, a, a coalescence of. I don't know, ideas and like getting out of, getting out of ego and Mm -hmm. into spirit. I'm like, what else is there to do? Right. And think of that. Like anytime that you want to yell at your kid, anytime you want to get mad at your spouse, it's only because you have this egoic mind telling you, uh, life shouldn't be how it is. Mm -hmm. Hear me say that. But that's a paradox. It is life. It so is. So who are we to say yes. things should or should not be? Edging God out. We think we're God when right. we think this house, and hear me, I'm talking to myself, this house needs to be exactly how I want it, mm-hmm. even though 
six people, five, how many people are in our family? Five, five people and a dog live in this house. But I think my to-do list, my preferences are the only ones that matter. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. It isn't okay. It's not honoring mm-hmm. the differences between people or the differences of anything. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, it's not honoring anything. And I think people get stuck in this idea. So next time that you have this thought in your mind, this shouldn't be happening. If it is happening, mm-hmm. your idea of shouldn't doesn't matter, right? It, it literally mm-hmm. doesn't matter that mm-hmm. you're saying should or shouldn't. Like, it is happening. So uh, Unless it's like something that's clearly wrong. Oh, like, oh, wait yeah. a minute. Hold on. This is not right. Like, right. there have been situations where I don't know what in the world we were... Well, I won't... Don't start a whole story. But no, like, yeah. So but, but things that's like, whoa, no, this is this is a, out of order. Yeah, this is there's crazy. There's abuse and stuff like that where you have you can change that and you can stop it, and that's mm-hmm. not what we're talking about. But uh, I don't know. The ego versus spirit question is really amazing once you start kind of getting into that space. Gabby Bernstein is an amazing teacher in that area, and Marissa Peer, although she doesn't use that language, is an mm-hmm. amazing teacher in mm-hmm. that area as well. So you can, again, go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage and get books from them. Somebody says, can you decipher ego spirit when it comes to a family situation? Yeah, I can. Uh, and I'm imagining maybe like you're having trouble with in-laws or something like that. But uh, a family situation with me is, okay, how am I addressing my kids? Am I an ego or am I in spirit? You know, is my spirit seeing their spirit or mm-hmm. is my ego? Because kids live in spirit, right? Right. Especially young kids. And they grow to like live more out of ego, which is sad. But mm-hmm. us as parents can model and, and encourage to, to live in spirit. So I have noticed that when I shut things down for the kids, mm-hmm. when I react a certain way, uh, oh, you shouldn't do that, or get mad or annoyed at something. That's me acting out of ego because, um, I mean, sure, if the kid is like, you know, hitting his sister or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like, oh, react in spirit and just be like, hey, it's cool. No, right. it's like, <laughs> yeah. it, you know, there's the, maybe an in between point, you know, you're not an ego, you're not in spirit, you're like doing the right thing. Like, hey, this, these are the rules. Mm-hmm. Maybe you are in spirit because you're, you're translating the rules of like, hey, Treat others how you want to be well, treated. Let kind me of thing. say you know it like this. I'm going to use another nature analogy. So when okay. I think of it in a family situation, I'm thinking of kids. So I don't know if that's what you're asking. It might be like in-laws. But think of the, this is what I, I see in my mind. I don't know why. I see like a garden. I see our yard, basically. We have a really big, beautiful yard with a field in it. And it's almost like that field, if you imagine it, like a sphere of energy that held us inside of it. It had Mm -hmm. grass and trees and all the things. Mm -hmm. The sphere itself is the spirit. It's holding us together. It is nature. It is how it's universe juice. It's all of what is good and healthy and what happens naturally, which is death is a part of that as well. So life and death and water and air and blah. When you're making a family sphere... Your family, I want you to think of health as being your spirit sphere for your family. Mm-hmm. So if I am upset at something that Seth has done, so let's say, or I'll say our kids. Let's say one of our kids like hauls off and decks the other one in the teeth. I'm not going to point at them and say, what a dumb idea you had. I'm going to point at the family sphere and say, this is what health looks like. Decking your brother in the mouth mm-hmm. is not a part of health. It's not a part of this ecosystem. A tree is not going to knock another tree out, right? So does that make sense Mm -hmm, when I say it mm kind of like that? Like it's pointing to the spirit behind the actions and that's how we can kind of process it. That's a lot. That's weird sounding, but it made sense to me. Um, Let's see. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, let's see. I think Mel took don't what I they think, did. Yeah, that's so it says oh, okay. wife slash separation and my daughter's well being as a father figure. Mm-hmm. Mm. You can trust the process and uh, here's the hard one about that. Mm-hmm. Trust the process of what you will learn mm. from that. Learn from it. How about that? Let's start there. What can you learn from it? What is the spirit going to teach what? you through this this time? Don't have any expectations of what next week looks like. Mm-hmm. Don't say, oh, well, I'll win her back. Or, oh, well, we're separated forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'll never be married again. Or, oh, well, life sucks now. That's your ego trying to make sure that things are in order mm-hmm. because it wants that order. It, you can't have... That's mm-hmm. not how life works. And that's painful and it hurts. But we we grow through the pain when we push right. through pain. Not, not ignore pain and just like white knuckle it, but say, what is the lesson here mm-hmm. to be learned, right? Uh, yeah. This podcast, you know, 2.5 million downloads in three years of content over, I don't know, 500 episodes literally came from something really crappy that happened. Right. 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 It came from something that in our ego space, we thought, well, it's the end. Forget it. Pfft. It's done. This done. is the worst. I can't, I will never right. reheal, like heal from this. I can't recover from it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it goes back to that saying, the let go and let God, like, it mm. really is. It's mm-hmm. like, but again, you got to point back to the sphere of safety and love. Like, so you're saying with separation and your daughter's well-being, like every action you take, you have to let go of the outcome, your expectations, your mm-hmm. ideas. You can make those things known. Like you can have preferences, but holding on to the preferences as, um, like holding on to the preference as you get the ego the real guide, fast. As like, the, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. your preference isn't the guide. Your preference is just your preference. But point everything back mm-hmm. to health, safety, love, uh, spirit. Are your is your heart speaking to their heart? Right, right. And that's hard to do because mm-hmm. not a lot of people live that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that helps me greatly. Very good way to put Yay. that in perspective. Good, excellent. Yay. So Aaron says, Mel, you've been very open about medication uh, has been necessary for your mental health. Yes. Have you noticed a correlation between finding spirit and calming your mind ego with meds? Yes, and I've thought about that a lot because I take the lowest dose of escitalopram possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that w- this is the imagery I talk about when I started taking medication. It was like um, if you had a massive cloud of words and thoughts that was always following you around. Mm-hmm. It like would get in your way sometimes. Like you're trying to do whatever and this cloud is just like up in your grill. It's like mm-hmm. fogginess everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, when I started taking escitalopram, that cloud went away. Mm. I didn't necessarily feel different about anything, but the cloud went away. And my goodness gracious, I could finally see things. I could finally focus on stuff. I could finally feel calm. And I've thought about what would it look like to get off of that medication? But I'm not going to because it helps me sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there Let's it is. See, uh, but yes, I think if you need medication, you need a med- medication. Jenny says, yes, exclamation point. We have innate spirit given wisdom. Ego blocks that and we need the mm. reminder. Absolutely. Happy Mary After. Side note, I love the depth of conversation you guys have on these shows. Really great. Thank, Thank you. you. Happy Mary After. Let's see. Andy, what's up? Uh, Bor- I'm so hungry all the time. B Voorhees, hello. What's up, Derby City? What's up? What's up, Justin? Hope you're doing good. So, so, yeah, this is an excellent question, and I am choosing to live in spirit rather than ego. And hypnotherapy is really helping me right. a lot. It is a lot. So, okay, let's wrap this up. Get to the combo starters. Okay, so these are conversation starters from the Anatomy of Marriage app, which we created. You could download it on wherever you get apps mm-hmm. and at anatomymarriage.com. Mm-hmm. But this app has hundreds of conversation starters designed to help you connect with your partner. That's what it's for. So here is conversation starter number one. 
Who do you think needs you the most mm. and why? Mm. Uh, you do and our kids do. That's not one person. Then our kids. <laughs> I think our kids need a, a dad who is not an ego, who mm-hmm. lifts her spirit, who sees them as who God made them to be mm-hmm. and to be strong and to model and to encourage and especially i'm thinking of the wild at heart book like Mm -hmm. boys need that other man to look towards and go hey is this all right Mm -hmm. where can i have some help here and guess what for me to instill in them that they are enough who they are and then of course my relationship with hattie Mm -hmm. you know like a strong father you know for uh, for a daughter you know it's like sometimes i think that i'm her favorite person Oh, you for sure are. You know what I'm she, saying? Yeah, she talks about it all the time. And and <laughs> having that is a huge responsibility to be like, okay. Yeah. You know, and it just makes me, it makes my heart so sad when I have other, I used to work with uh, teenagers a lot. Yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, teenage girls who didn't have dads, you know, yeah. dads were just poof out, you know, like from from 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, and I see the really negative mm-hmm. things in their lives, you yeah, know. Looking and for that love forever. Looking, looking for that. And uh, yeah, that makes me really sad. So that makes me go, okay, I got to do everything for mm-hmm. her and then also for the kids. So you, you'll be fine. You're differentiated. Well, for the most part. Uh, you live in spirit, mm-hmm. right? Well, for the most part, again. And uh, you'll be fine, right? I, you don't, You don't need me you want me mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like Nanny McPhee. <laughs> <laughs> the person you need. <laughs> <laughs> right. But the kids absolutely need me. They, they want me, but they need me too. Yeah. Right. Yes. So yeah. that's the thing. What you, about you? Uh, you're going to think this is funny. Oh boy. Uh, the person who I think needs me the most, I think is you. Ah, why? Well, I think biblically, like, designed to be a helper right. and i talk about this all the time with salta your hypnotherapist and my uh-huh. friend pamela uh and i honestly think if i think you would do fine on your own you do whatever you're a human you have right. all the resources right. you need but in order for you to be that for hattie and tough and Meredith, ah. i have to be there for you that's right and i truly think that i genuinely think like and and you're not saying you have to work harder than me on a heck no it's your god-given innate abilities and stuff when i'm in spirit ah, that is what is produced that is nice right and so like even everything from how the home feels Mm -hmm. is it's like the set and setting Mm -hmm. for us but in particular you to come in and just be with the children so just like i was saying for for my uh the kids need me you know i felt no pressure in that like oh i gotta like perform or do right or this or whatever it's like i get to do that oh yeah right yeah and how do you feel about that is it like oh well okay yeah if i don't do this then seth's gonna lose his oh no 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 yeah i used to think marbles. that way that was like my total ego place was uh it's like this is my enslavement ah. i am in bondage to having Jeez, to girl. clean this house this is so dumb i literally was like I mean, I'm talking a month ago. I ain't talking like five years ago. This is what I thought. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so upset because I have to. You know, we have a website, getfaithful.com. You should go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now I have transitioned to, uh-huh. uh, it's a, like a really slow kind of unfolding of like a piece of paper almost. Like mm-hmm. you're just kind of slowly revealing what's beneath it. Mm. And my spirit beneath that is instead of, I, I used to be like, I have to make these kids food three times a day. We'll go mm-hmm. clean up all the time. Blah. Mm-hmm. And um, 
You I get had to this do moment that. of transition where I'm like, I'd love to make like really cute peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and a ham sandwich for Mariner that looks like he got it at a deli. It brings me delight. Mm -hmm. And when I can do that and set them up and I can live in like, like if I can transition from get to, or it's from have to, forgive me, to get to and am happy to, mm -hmm. then it changes everything. The shift in awareness there changes everything. A perfect example was last night. Mm. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to have sex with you. Mm -hmm. I got to love you in that way. I have mm -hmm. that gift and that skill, and we have mm -hmm. that connection. Mm -hmm. And a, a really uh, contrasting thought is I have several friends whose partners have died. Mm. Spouses are dead and gone. They can never touch them again. Mm -hmm. They can't even if they wanted to. Mm -hmm. I can touch you. You're mm. still here. I'm still here. I get to touch you right. and share that spirit in that way. And that, for me, um, is a huge shift. And when I look at, sort of when I unfold my spirit in my the way I was created, mm -hmm. and I look at it in relationship to you, if I serve you, if I serve you well out of love, mm -hmm. you can serve the kids more mm -hmm. and well out of love, which serves me. Right. Right? Like it's, it's like a, help, a very... Help enough people get what they want. Yeah. And then you always get what it's you want. It's very synergistic or whatever. Right. Like it's a it's a ecosystem of Universe love. Universe juice. Universe juice. That's right. All over everything. Everywhere. All over. Yeah. I was uh, going to say something funny, but I forget. Uh, let's don't do another question because that's that. Uh, I know. That's it's like a hundred hours so, long. Uh, somebody says, agree. That is why it's so hard not to fight for my little girl to be around her all the time. Mm. Yep. Definitely. I, I feel the same way about me and my wife. I feel like I need her, but I still but I can still provide for my daughter. Yep. Uh, mm. Trust the process, man. Um, we'll keep you in prayer. Yes. Dang it, I was going to say something, but I do not remember. But again, go get Marissa Peer books. Go get Gabby mm -hmm. Bernstein books. They're great. Mm -hmm. Bernstein Bears. <laughs> she should make a, Bernstein Bears, a children's yes. series. Uh, anyway, so if you have not gotten our app, go to anatomyofmarriage.com and get it. Mm -hmm. If you need counseling, you guys, we partnered with Faithful Counseling because we cannot be everybody's counselor, although that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. We just don't have time. And Faithful Counseling is an amazing teletherapy service. You can do Zoom teletherapy or Zoom mm -hmm. therapy calls. You can do texting. You can do uh, actual phone Email, calls. Email, they have everything. So it's getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to mm -hmm. get hooked up with a licensed therapist, just like someone like me. Mm -hmm who will uh, sit with you through these things. We, I just got an email. Um, somebody signed up yesterday, mm -hmm. and that was awesome. So it's getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. If you have any questions at all, guys, email at hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. If you have any co uh, questions about coaching that Melanie and I have recently kicked off, email coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com, and we will get back to you. We will set up a, uh, a consult call to see what's I up. I want to be a spiritual teacher. I think you are. Oh! I just woke up the dog. <laughs> I think everybody is. So, all right, guys, we love you. Happy Friday. We will see you back. Really quickly. Bright and early Monday morning. My birthday's three days away. Four there. days away. Okay, Our P.O. box is 131. Seriously. I just want crystals. Guys, okay, that's enough. <laughs> I love so, you. All right, uh, let's Have see. Have a great day. Uh, passionate for God. Wow, I needed to hear that. Good. Yay! Awesome. That's awesome. on YouTube. So, all right, guys, we got to go. Love you. Bye.